What's that skittering through the remains of the blockbuster? It's wondering what's a real initiative! Hello and welcome once again to Wandering Monster America's Test Table, where we don't play test games, we stress test them. My name is John Baldisberger. I am Charles R. Bernard. I'm Bridget Brave. Ian Serbas. Mr. Peschke. I have always been a fan of a little genre known as urban fantasy. Urban fantasy is a huge popular genre, too. Like, it's not just my me. It's not just me, right? Um, the likes of Jim Butcher, Kevin Hearn have made um, too much money, uh, some independent authors and publishers might say. Um, but the genre is swollen with uh, fans who love it, who adore it. Why? Why do people love urban fantasy so much? I'll tell you. Um, it it's because it takes our own lives and it adds magic and mystery to it uh it adds superpowers and and darkness and romance and sexiness uh to what is often a kind of dull mundane existence that has things like uh testicular cancer and kidney failure and like if we can escape that for a little while and see some fucking vampires and werewolves make out on top of a building like fuck yes <laughs> Um, and this is, you know, urban fantasy. I'm using that term broadly because it, it veers into sci-fi as well, urban sci-fi, right? Um, and we see a lot of that kind of thing. Like Again, the Dresden Files, Iron Druid, SCP. Um, I would argue Fringe. X-Files. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. and so I, I bring all these up to say that this is a well that is some might people might think it like, oh, this is oversaturated. <laughs> Absolutely not. The no. fervor for the fans for this genre and uh, the different ways that you can spin it and create it to create interesting ways to interact with that mm -hmm. genre are nearly infinite. Uh, I'm really excited about tonight because we are, of course, playing triangle agency and um as i was reading this book in preparation for tonight i was really kind of wowed by their own unique take on the genre it reminded me a little bit of um the green files it reminded me a little bit of apocalypse inc um so or sorry the green files the laundry files i'm thinking green delta and laundry files got mixed up in my brain um anyway so um, I'm really excited to see how these guys are spinning the uh, urban fantasy sci-fi uh, cauldron, and I'm really excited to get into it. So without further ado, Ian, take us away. As a, for people who are watching this live, there is like two and a half days left in the Kickstarter. So definitely check it out because you can even on itch get the Ashcan version, which is phenomenal. Uh, actually, we every week do a different game. And I think of like the last you know year and a half we've been doing this. This is one of the most clever, well-designed books I've seen without hyperbole. So... I think that it is a actual treat to just go through and read, and uh, it, it's it's really worth your attention, um, especially for the GM. And I'm not going to spoil anything, but there is a there is a separate GM book 
that you are, are unauthorized to read until you've read every page in order of the field agent manual, then you uh, sign a little certificate saying that you uh, accept the risks and that you, you certify you've done your training. And then there is extra content that is very special for the GM. So yeah, as a per, like lifelong GM, it is really a treat. So you lifelong GMs out there, check that out. So the players tonight are, like you've mentioned, agents of the Triangle Agency. In this world, well, our world really, is from those who dabble into quantum mechanics for uh, a lark, you know that this universe is not meant to be observed, that observation creates thought, and thought warps reality. In fact, when you have aggregations and accumulations of so much thought, it creates anomalies. They are disruptions in the fabric of reality, and when they are left to their own devices, they become dangerous. In fact, they threaten all of reality. Each one of our players has bonded with some form of anomaly, or they are anomaly themselves, and you're kind of given a choice of either work for the agency and help to stabilize reality and protect mundane humans or take a nice long permanent vacation in the vaults below the triangle agency so the choice is made quite clear one thing that's fun is in the system really instead of xp there is a system of commendations and demerits Getting so many of each has very different implications on the future and viability of your character. The character generation system has three sections, so we'll see that come into play. So this is definitely something really interesting for even this one shot or a campaign in that your character is divided into what their anomaly is, how it manifests, what it does, their human or their mortal components and what are their relations that they have, what makes them tick, and lastly, what their role is within the agency themselves. So those are the three different things that we'll see as our characters introducing themselves that make them each very unique and individual. The other thing that also makes this interesting is the skill system um, is basically instead of having a whole table of skills, you, uh, when you make a roll to see if you're able to do something or see what the outcome of an action is, you are explaining how you're tapping into the triangle agency and how they are manipulating reality to do the thing that you want. So if uh, instead of saying like, oh, well, like, you know, I, I need to get a seat on this bus and there's no seats. Well, I call up the agency and I have them materialize an extra seat on the bus. So if you succeed in your role, oh, there's an extra seat for you. If not, oh no, reality is flipped and everyone's like stuck Philadelphia style out the, you know, the bus and everything. So <laughs> telefrag, really neat. Last thing to mention is that unlike other games, the most neglected of all the dice is what you will be using, 6d4s. Anytime you roll a three, that's a success. The more threes you get, more good things happen to you, transcendence and other things. Anything that's not a three is just chaos. So it's a binary system. The better you roll, more success. Like there's other pass fail, but it's less chaos that you create. So uh, coincidentally, um, 6D4 is exactly the number and type of dice that we recommend you keep in each of your shoes. Mm. 
It's for your health. I want to point out that Charles here is using the royal we. Um, <laughs> and, there, and ergo, it is a, a divine command from your monarch. You must do it. Here, I start he start hobbling down those streets. Yep. And then finally, last thing to also mention for people who like what you were saying with the urban fantasy, urban horror, sci-fi uh, niche, that the mundane humans are completely unaware of anomalies and their effect on reality. And you want to keep it that way is because the more that people are aware of anomalies, the more power you give them. So one of the other key aspects in gameplay is this is to wrap up loose ends for you need to also explain to people who come in contact or witness things that are happening or your actions that everything is okay and nothing is weird any loose ends that you leave uh, undealt with is another system or a source of demerits at the end of the game so that's a lot of preamble here that's a really neat game a lot of complexities here so why don't we go ahead and we will have our agents introduce themselves so one thing that an agent needs is to be courageous, is to like put themselves first and talk Hurrah! about their ah, I'll do it. Um... <laughs> You're doing the Batman hua. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna make me start laughing. All right, no. Um, nice. Hurrah! I will. I will be. Yeah, I will be playing uh, Goethe. And uh, my classification is catalog creature grave digger. So my anomaly catalog, my human component is creature, and my role at the agency is grave digger. Um, I am a freshwater mer person, just trying to get along. Uh, the agency came to me with a very simple deal. I could either join uh, their team or I could become part of the lovely fish tank that is part of the Triangle Agency front office. There's all kinds of mer people trapped in there. It's really a sight to behold. Um, that's pretty much all I need to say for now. So, I guess I'll go next. Um, I'm Errand Boy Wee Willie Wilkins. That is my full name. Um, I'm a manifold <laughs> overbooked clown. That is my type. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I can manipulate and control physical reality. Um, I can also break reality, so I have to be careful about that. Um, in my day job, I am a clown. That is my primary job. Um, I also work for an Instagram famous dog. His name is the Barkness <laughs> Reigns, and he is the worst. I also follow a lot of different celebrity dogs on Instagram, uh, like Chili. Is it any wonder that um, anomalies can get away with just scuttling around when everybody's like watching Instagram famous dogs? I mean, Elon Musk is running around and no one's batting an eye. I mean, many people are batting eyes. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a lot of eye batting. Yeah. 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 He's not doing a great job of keeping it low key. I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so my name's Wade. Hi. This is the most elaborate. Hi, Wade. It's the most elaborate character voice that I have come up with yet. Um, <laughs> I hope you all enjoy the 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 way of Wade. Um, my my yeah. I am a caretaker. 
I uh, work reception. Um, and I also carry a fucking gun. And I feel is- like you don't respect that enough. <laughs> we're gonna, we're going to get some Travis Bickle tonight. Awesome. Um, what does your gun look like? My gun is a 1990s era super soaker. Nice. <laughs> that actually kills people. You know, nice. bright yellow, plastic looking. Yep. It's pump yep. action before I fire it. Don't get yep. any ideas from this gesture I'm doing. Um <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. I remember when the Super Circuit came out and it was like a massive advance in squirt gun technology. Before that, you just had oh, the little, yeah. the little, the one, little guys one with the crappy thing. And, and they always leaked <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. The little yeah. cap always fell out and you don't yep. even know how it fell out. <laughs> your your cousin always insisted that it's your fault and that's why they shouldn't let the younger kids play with them. And that's Breaking why he gets the better and toys. Ingesting it. Thanks, I mean, yeah. Yeah. At summer camp, I thought that it'd be really cool. As an adult camp, I thought it'd be fun to get one of those little, like, pew-pew-pew water guns and fill it with whiskey. And then I realized that, oh, yeah, so whiskey is a good solvent for all the toxic plastic that's in water guns. (laughs) And so, like, (laughs) I just used to start fires after that. It tastes great when you do that. No. (laughs) No. No. It, it, it tastes like brain cells melting. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't remember that. Uh, the BPA old-fashioned. Thank you, Sean. Horrifying. Sean gets a commendation. First one of the night. <laughs> I, um, I am Trug. I am... Uh, I am a uh, I am a mistake from the Triangle Agency. Um, someone uh, someone used a special device to banish a uh, a anomaly, but instead of banishing the anomaly, it uh, pushed the anomaly out of the agent. And into a potted plant. Uh, the potted plant has since attached itself to the spinal column of another less fortunate agency member and is now working at the agency because it doesn't know what else to do. I am Trug. <laughs> I love it. So, all of you are good agents who are punctual and on time for their morning briefing because you know that there's always a fresh pot of coffee, donuts, and severe amounts of demerits if you are any more than 10 seconds late to the meeting. So you're dutiful employees. And yes, the coffee is actually pretty decent because one of the classes, your your roles that you could have in this is a barista. So I'm going to assume the coffee at work is actually good and motivates you. So you're called in for the briefing because there has been a lot of resonance readings from one of the quarters of town. They're sometimes hard to pinpoint depending on how intense the anomaly is, but it seems to be something that has been growing exponentially and 
more like relatively recently and it's grown so fast that it's caught in the agency's attention. Turnian City is a large metropolitan with lots of areas, and that's where the headquarters of the Triangle Agency is. Um, so you are in one of the outlying suburbs, um, and so you are in a regional building. Um, so you can always see from your window the main branch, which is a very tall skyscraper that doesn't exist on any maps, but is yet somehow very easy to miss, especially if you're mundane. The resonance readings are detecting a 30-point uh, anomaly. This is a actual player-facing mechanism to know how dangerous one of these resonance are. It could be 10, 30, or plus. So this is quite significant. A 30-chaos anomaly has the power to do grievous harm even perhaps permanently decommission one of your agents if you're not careful. The agency doesn't know too much about it other than where this resonance ping has been going off. There are a lot of people that are seemingly to be losing their memories, significant portions of their memories, this wiped out. And it seems to be older people seem to be having this effect and it's just spreading like wildfire people seem to be forgetting how to do their jobs where they are who their families are and it's destabilizing the whole area so they need you to go in and isolate and figure out what is the extent of this memory loss who's affected by it and then use that to start to triangulate what the anomaly is and then how to neutralize it you're a supervisor who, no matter how much you look at them, you can never see their face. You just see everything from the collar down, the crisp suit, red tie, hands are even, even a little vague. But it's like anytime you try to think of what they look like, it's, they're just not there at all. They hand you your agency tools, which is a normal briefcase. It's the briefcase that you use to trap in weakened, subdued, or willing anomalies for processing and retention down into the vaults, or perhaps a um, caged study program. Or you also can have your wave gun, uh, your um, this sci-fi looking laser gun, which is actually a prop from a sci-fi show, is powerful enough to destroy an anomaly with one shot, but that's all you get. The ripple gun only has one shot, and if you don't use it to take out the anomaly, big demerits for everyone involved. So you have a one shot. So it's your, if you can't subdue it, you can destroy it. You get more commendations and good points for subduing and getting a anomaly to willingly work with you rather than destroy it. But uh, the agency is happy in this case if you destroy it or if you subdue it because it's very dangerous. What question do you have for your very a uh, anonymous, almost uh, ambiguous, amorphous handler? Uh, yes, the potted plant thing in the back. I am Trug. I think that was Disney is uh... gonna shut us down, aren't they? <laughs> Hell yeah, brother! <laughs> We're gonna get a cease and desist. Oh, they've got better things to do, probably. Um, <laughs> Florida. Yeah, they're distracted. Like I would ask our handler, just like if they have any advice about where we should start 
specifically. So you are, they tell you that the area where you're going to be starting off is in a burb that's just kind of on the edge of your property. It's going to be more middle, upper class um, society is kind of like the, the, the demographic for the neighborhood. This is an area where there's a lot of like frozen yogurt places, um, like disc replays and the electronic places. Um, at one point, there was even an old blockbuster that someone had recently purchased. And it seems to be after someone purchasing the blockbuster that may or may not be corresponding with this um, memory loss issue. Oh, I've got a, a theory, a wild ass theory, but all right. Um, you guys want to want to get our asses to the blockbuster? Um, I still had, I had, well, mine is not really a question for our supervisor. It's more of a comment, if I could. Okay, Sarah, no, absolutely. Um, ma'am, whatever. Um, I, I just wanted you to know that I've never shared true intimacy with another person. <laughs> if they had an expression on their face, it would be somehow not surprise. And then also just absolute blankness. But I get a commendation, right? Because that was an embarrassing truth I just revealed about myself. Uh, you, there, there's more of this odd non-existent staring, and then you look down at your daily briefing, and there is a little commendation stamp. You're not sure when you got it, but it's just there. Now, you did a very helpful thing. Each of your agency roles has three different or more uh, things that you can do to get commendations. And as we're going along, make sure that when you are putting that out there, let me know that that's what your intent is so then you can get your commendation. So I will put you down for the first one, well, second one, because Sean got the first uh, commendation of the day. Other questions or things that you might need before starting your brief? And it looks like no one has touched the donuts and coffee. Um, yeah, I would definitely take a donut and a coffee. Should I assume that my gun is not the gun that you before mentioned and that I have a separate gun, but that is more than one time use? The gun that you have, uh, you pick the form of that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, that is that is not the gun that you were talking about that we could use. And if we... Oh, sorry, that's correct. That's I a good thing. To clarify so you you have it. So what your gun is really good at is you can use that multiple times. It's really good for wrapping up loose ends. People who see things that you can't convince uh, are quite normal, you can take them out with your gun. The ripple gun is what you use that you have one shot with. That's for uh, an anomaly. Okay. Good. Good distinction i'm glad you brought that up so i i would take the briefcase since i already got a gun it is a normal briefcase i would like a coconut encrusted donut if they're available there is one. they are okay now i'll take I, one of the plain glaze yeah no they're all coconut now glut. Oh, as wow. soon as he mentioned that he really wanted a coconut, all of the other donuts just became coconut, like a spreading plague. Well, we're going to do our first ability test of the night then, because I don't want a goddamn coconut donut. I am going to invoke the mighty power of, uh, what is it called? You might also like, um, hold any object and roll 
dynamism uh, on its success, the object changes to a similar but different version of the object. Uh, a green coat becomes a blue coat, blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to change that into a plain glaze, man. All right, make That's a roll for it. Say again. All of it or just the end? Uh, that's oh. actually my ability. Oh. <laughs> uh, on a success, I can, or sorry, I get to uh, say what you just said, but change it. And if I succeed, it changes what you said. I'm changing it from plain glazed to sour cream donuts. I'm not oh. even sure if I, I, I'm not sure if that'd be gross or not. I'm not sure if I succeeded because I have two successes, two threes. And then four non-threes. So you need one three to success. How many non-threes did you have? Uh, four. Four. So any uh, not success you have is chaos, and that's a attribute that I start to storm to use against you. Yeah. So entropy is beginning to build up in, in this room as the donuts start to change form. It starts to get into this weird I rolled, flux. I rolled as two rolls. successes as well. So All I get right. a sour cream donut. So, okay. so Charles, sour cream donuts are actually really great. They're yeah. not it as sweet. Like they would be. Yeah, no, they're super good. Like this wasn't a mean thing I did. No, no, no. Like I, I'm always eager to try new things. So like, if you were to hand me a sour cream donut, I'd be like, "All right, let's go." Cool. So, yeah. so, All right. Just so imagine you the just... experience of a donut changing flavor as you chew it. <laughs> Like coconut crusted flavor, mm. kind of cakey on the inside. Then it's in your like mouth all the way and sticky, to... and now it's sour cream. <laughs> like this is a great donut. It's a journey. Yeah, <laughs> experience. Thanks, guys. It's like the gum oh. in Willy Wonka that gives you all the you know seven courses of the meal or whatever. <laughs> yes. As you are changing these donuts and you're in this close room, the walls begin to squirm just a bit and like there's a little bit of heat haze and out of the center of the donut box, you see like this pastry encrusted arm begin to rise out of it and the <laughs> tips of the fingers start growing donuts. An alarm <laughs> clicks off in the agency and a little red light comes down from the ceiling. The this is what happens. It, now that you were concentrating so much on donuts, it became yeah. a minor anomaly. <laughs> minor anomalies can spring up and they feed on the chaos that has been uh, engendered in the space, especially when it's more localized. So this is a perfect example of how much, even in the metal sphere, how this can influence things. So uh, no one else try to think about donuts for the rest of the night, please, for okay. your safety and our safety. Oh, man, okay. you're really, really good right now. Uh, Don't, say um, Don't say it. Don't say it. Beignet. Oh, beignet. Yeah, dog. <laughs> I would Fuck eat yeah. a beignet right now. Like on I camera. Even a beignet off Charles's powdered ass sugar. Right like, And I wear all black all the time. So beignets with powdered sugar are like the most sort of my kryptonite. Huh? That's the most dangerous of foods when you wear all black. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Powdered sugar gets fucking everywhere. So, do you we each get a demerit and uh, not to have... each, just a, just uh, you draw a trug and uh, is that ghetto? Sorry, uh, Guta. Guta. I forgot my umlaut. Yeah, allow me to add those to my notes. It's got an umlaut and an oe in the middle, so yeah. Oh, oh, that guy okay. was a real bag of Thank you. 
So you had just gotten, the two of you just got your demerits. There's no more donuts for everywhere. The coffee, it looks still untouched at this point, maybe a little bit suspect, but it is still in the percolator. Oh, I had um, coffee. I apologize. Well, if you're having a donut, happens. you're having a coffee. That's true. It was delicious coffee, by the way. So you were able to take a transport to this burb of Turnian City. You pass by some of the locations that are in this burb that seem to be where there's a lot of people outside. There's an outdoor flea market. There's the Halston Dog Run and Convention Center, the foot-shaped dumpster, the Omnibart, and then there's that blockbuster that you had uh, heard about. Past that, you see that there is the Chipper Scallop Pub, and there is also the museum circle. It looks to be like a cylindrical building that just says museum on the side of it. Pretty generic. So, let's see, frozen yogurt, Blockbuster. These are all things that are displaced in time, in my opinion. And that might have, I, I don't know, maybe that has something to do I with mean, the memory thing. If it is displaced in time, does that mean if I return that videotape now, the late fee will be credited back to my account with interest? It actually means that they've got to pay you an early fee. The question is, what film have you been holding on to all of this time? Die Hard. Um... The Last Temptation of Christ. Wow. At this point, I would have figured it would have been the first. I hey mean, Could be. So you are standing about. You get out of your agency transport, which just looks like a normal vehicle. And you find yourself on the, the paved, you know, on the, the side of the street, seeing all of these different buildings. Um, there are people that are out jogging, um, like young people out with their, their kids and their dogs. Um, and it is a sunny, nice, temperate day. What do you do first? So the game is divided into three phases. You have your morning meeting, which is a little bit of your briefing. In longer games, there's even like little submissions that your GM will give you. They're based on your character. And then you go into the investigation phase where you're just learning more about what the anomaly is and how to track it down. And then finally, you find its domain and you challenge the anomaly and hopefully subdue it or destroy it. I really want to go to the blockbuster. Oh, let's check out the blockbuster. Yeah. You know, Pashki can return. Always oh, a sorry, good move. Gun can return his movie. Yeah. I want to rent a Nintendo 64 and I've got to be right back. Korok 2. Keep on going. I'll be right back. Maybe yeah. if we could see the releases in there, we could see where in time this blockbuster is from. I mean, that's that's a good possible. idea. When you walk up to the Blockbuster, you see that it, it is in disrepair. It's all of the Blockbusters have. After they went bust, they were just let fallow. But it looks like there have been some recent attempts to take some of the rust off of the giant sign that's standing above you. The windows look like someone has been trying to clean off all of the grime. The 
front walk looks like it's been recently swept and there is a handwritten sign that is taped to the door that says reopening soon okay so it's not open um is there any movement inside are there any lights on or here are some of those back lights how and like you know at night when you drive past a blockbuster there was always those like quarter panel lumens mm -hmm. that would show you just a little bit so you can see all the racks of videos from looking inside you can see it looks like it's been half cleaned that you could see half of the store looks like it's been dusted off and there are boxes of VHS tapes that look like they need to be organized and then put on the shelves. You don't see anyone inside of it. Okay. Now, keep in mind that in this game, unlike other games, instead of, again, having skills, you can tap into the agency to affect reality itself, to manipulate matter to unlock or you know lock things to uh, do some of that investigating that you'd normally have skills for it is all done through reality warping so we could get the the agency to give us a back door in the back that's not the actual back door but like yeah, absolutely all right uh i would that's like the power of the agency i would like the agency to give me a uh a, a secondary back door that we can open into their storage room where they have okay. the, the pre-release of star wars episode one the phantom menace absolutely go ahead and make your roll and that is three d4 that six is six six d4 and one two four one more one more good old dice don't let me down Two, two, four, four, two, four. All that matters is how many threes you have. So three, like above three or three? Only the, the actual number of three. That's what's interesting about it. So I have no threes. Okay. All twos and fours. Nothing else matters other than three or not three. Okay. So. This means, before I tell you the outcome of this, that is pure chaos. When you get uh, all zeros, it is uh, it, there's a lot of instability and a lot of chaos that's generated. You could, to still pass this, prevent something bad from happening, you could burn one of your quality assurances. Uh, your, that was at the very beginning when you took a little personality test for your character. You could use one that's related to this task and burn it, uh, to give you at least one success and five chaos, which is still not good, but better than a total failure. How um, would you like the story to unfold? You know, it's early. We can afford a failure this early in the game. Yeah. Okay. So you try to call up a door. And as uh, you are standing behind the blockbuster waiting for this door to open instead of being on the wall it's in air and you see like the shimmering haze of reality unfolding as this door squeaks open it squeaks with the sound of plastic lightsabers like squeaking together <laughs> and piling out of the door is this 
thing that looks like three Jar Jar Binks action dolls melted together <laughs> in a Cronenberg fashion that it, you pull their voice cord all at the same time. It's just this cacophony of me. <laughs> oh, that's, and, that's a true abomination. Yeah. Like That's the first time I've been genuinely horrified in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Just gurgling like, I can sound. picture it. It's uh. And... <laughs> um, the the door behind it closes, and you have this thing that is shambling towards you. You instantly identify that this is a an aggressive or a violent minor anomaly that has been born from. Your mention of Star Wars and the proximity of the Star Wars tapes in the back of the blockbuster, um, and it is shambling towards you on its webbed feet, and one of them like pulls out from the side of it and makes this terrible scorping sound, this plastic lightsaber, and one of them goes, Misa, as like the top comes down, and then <laughs> one goes... Misa, as the bottom comes down, and it's like that double-sided lightsaber. I believe I have it, ability it where I can, I can, I can go first because I have a gun. We just decided to go all in on fuck Disney tonight, huh? <laughs> I, was, I was thinking, of like, well, they were going to send us a cease and desist of four. We go and make sure they do by the end of the night. Um, I was going to save this for a very special occasion, but I feel like this is really what this ability was designed for. Um, I'm not even sure I have to pass a test to do this. It says, once permission, <clears throat> I may exhume a very special coffin uh, to place something that can fit. And uh, when the coffin is returned to the dirt, whatever I placed inside never existed. Um, I summon Dracula's coffin. So I get out my gravedigger shovel and I get a digging and a whistle and a merry tune. And before you know it, here comes Dracula's coffin. And I'm afraid Jar Jar has to go in there because that way, not only will he stop existing, he will never have existed. And our minds will be wiped clean of the trauma of seeing this hideous misshapen thing. The chat is saying that, Mr. Paskey, you will need to draw Dracula's coffin in your daily <laughs> and sketch. And also Jar Jar Binks, yes. And Jar yeah. Jar Jar Binks. To help Mr. Paskey, what does Dracula's coffin look like? That is a very specific coffin. It's the most metal coffin you can imagine. It's got spikes, horns, horn spikes, spiked horns, and uh, is partially on fire and made out of, like, unnecessarily thick and heavy iron it also weighs a lot from Buffy the vampire slayer is there and he's horny so yes yeah that and a horny me, spike that's similar to this thing that i have which is a metal cage to lock your penis inside of uh shout <laughs> out to our our not yet sponsors Sponsor. <laughs> that's right we're gunning for that one real hard <laughs> So you shove the dueling Jar Jar Binks um, 
Jar Jar Jarbinks. Jar Jar Jarbinks. It would be, I guess it would be Jar 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 Jarbinks into the coffin. Now you're saying that once you put that in there, it will have never existed, correct? Correct, yeah. So you, as you shove the this thing in there and you bury it and it's like the entire time you hear like the plaintiff misas get like quieter and quieter with each shovel of dirt you have this very odd like like mandela effect where you all remember how good the star wars movies really were like the <laughs> the prequels were way better than the original three because, uh, it's like uh, yeah, it's like super. killing bit. Well, I I mean, it's not quite as 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 good as killing baby Hitler, but it's a yeah. historical question of great magnitude. You know, we did what something. what if but for Jar Jar? Hashtag well, Darth Jar Jar for life. You know, guys, I know a shortcut into this blockbuster. <laughs> it's not through that, Norks. <laughs> no, I mean, we cleared the path. It was never there. So. I mean, as far as I know, this is our first attempt. Um, yeah. So I pull from a uh, carpet bag you did not see I was carrying a comically oversized um, cement block and throw it through the front window. <laughs> I love clowns. <laughs> the secret ingredient is crime. Um, <laughs> Church That's why we need more clown You know, clownarchism is like the best possible <laughs> form of government. We yeah. are committing church crimes down in crime. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that is phenomenal. Is that a, an ability that you need to roll for? Or is it that is. just part of your? Okay. I'm gonna roll and see how this goes. Oh, please go well. Okay. I needed to go well as well. Oh, I've got three threes. Excellent. You have three threes. Now that three I'm three. glad you mentioned that because that is our first special got role. Three. You oh, just no. rolled Transcendence. So right. Transcendence allows you to pick one of three special augments to your role. You can either make that role count as however many threes that you want, which may affect an ability. You can circle back, which is to recharge three of your quality assurances, um, which you haven't spent any yet, so you're still at full. Or maybe in your case, you could get Employee of the Moment, which gives you three commendations. Ooh, I'll take employee of the moment. You, uh, as you look oh, yeah. at, uh, is Aaron? What's your your character? Your your character has a long name. What I'm is Aaron the Boy handle? Aaron Wee Willie Wilkins. The entire thing, every time. Aaron Wee Willie Wilkins. Aaron the boy Wee Willie Wilkins. We mostly make character names to hurt Ian. <laughs> our main goal. Is that the goal? Yeah. Fuck it up, guys. I'm yeah, sorry. you've been you've been lacking, Patchkey. I'm, I'm just gonna time. call you Wilkins. I'm, I've been doing the slawnish. I try to alternate pain and pleasure with our GM. You know, yeah. mix it up, keep him guessing. <laughs> uh, so when you look over at Wilkins, thank, pardon the insult there, you see that you get like, like three like that. gold star. We Willie. <laughs> All right, we. Willie, you see, Wee Willie gets three little gold stars that just like pop up on their forehead. Uh, is is that the appropriate pronoun for yes. this character? Yes. Okay. Yes. 
Didn't All three right. the number that so, Adrian had on Young Ones? Getting back to that? Isn't that four? Yeah, maybe four. I don't know. Four or five. Uh, so do you don't think you hear, since you got that good of a roll, there aren't any alarms that are going off. You just must have hit it right in the sweet spot. Um, now, <laughs> you have had a couple things happen. You have just had this mewling Jarsard Binks thing, and there is one there jar. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking I, about. Making shit up again. There's, Actually, that's a good question. I think that would wrap up a Actually, I think that would actually wrap up a loose end, technically. So that is self-inclusive. However, you are in broad daylight throwing a cinder block through a uh, a blockbuster where there's like people out walking about. Uh, so roll me D four. Wee Willie Wilkins the third. One D four. Four. There is a uh, husband and wife and twins in like a little push stroller who just see you just heave this cinder block right through the window. And the woman has like the quintessential, like a Karen haircut. And she, you can see like she pulls out her cell phone and it looks like she's getting ready to like dial. All right. What I am going to do. And yes, I am looking for a commendation here. Is I'm going to make a mock surprised face at her and start pulling scarves out of the hole I've made in the window. Are you putting on a show? I'm putting on a show. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to end in a large bouquet of flowers that I present to her. Man, you you truly have the gift, Bridget. You have the, you have the clown gift. Yeah, so you uh she she looks at the, the the bouquets and are they real or are they paper flowers? They're real. Uh so she spells them, she like looks at her husband and he shrugs and um they're like, Okay. Keep on criming. Yeah. <laughs> they're just like oh, I didn't know the circus was coming into town. <laughs> Now that's what we need as as our first merch is like a clown bebopping along and the caption being keep on criming. <laughs> keep on crying. I humbly request not. <laughs> <laughs> you do you don't have enough crime in you? I uh I have chlorophobia, actually. <laughs> oh, oh. I have never known that. And that seems that. like something that has not yeah. should have come up by now. You're such a pain piggy. You should not have told me that. <laughs> no, you're not going to abuse it. <laughs> next time, in a morning that's briefing at the Triangle Agency, if you have a, an X card waiting to happen, you, you bring it up. <laughs> All right. So you have wrapped up this loose end. And you have a gaping entry into the blockbuster. Oh, I forgot to. That's all right. Never mind. What? Oh, I can't retroactively claim something as a, uh, whatever you call it. Uh, yeah, you could. Common. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Because what, what, what I missed uh, cleaning up uh, that oh, cleaning godly jargon thing problem. definitely definitely counts as you know getting rid of the dirt. Yep, I will add that in for you. That's your first nice. commendation. 
Great. So who is going inside the blockbuster? I am. All right. So the first thing that you notice when you get in here is that distinctive smell of plastic clamshell. And oh, yeah. it just takes you back to your childhood a bit. Not and me, you think it about <laughs> Now you, my young adult. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, he's a potted plant. I mean, yeah, I'm a potted plant man. <laughs> so this reminds you of fertilizers, and that makes you happy. Oh, I wiggle my leaves. <laughs> You're so cute. How do you try to make a, an appearance to look like a mundane human? What lengths do you go to hide your identity? Um, okay, so here's the thing. Um, I am I am not stupid, but I am new to humanity and also completely not human, like by any stretch. So I do whatever my fellow agents tell me to do. Uh, so guys... How much do you fuck with me in a very human? Him. I'm definitely going to help him because I, as a uh, creature, um, I ha I was lucky enough to have a mentor who uh, was the best mall Santa that you've ever met. And uh, this mall Santa also happened to be a uh, ancient German evil spirit. But, um, you know, he taught me how to pass as human, and I'm glad he did because uh, I'm going to teach you. So first off, um, those, is this a like, is this a reverse apt pupil? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, first off, uh, one thing I will tell you is that um, Ivy looks surprisingly like human hair. I've been told. So let's just get that style on the top of your head. Um, by the way, I may or may not be like as good at blending as human as I think I am. So we'll we'll get your uh, your IV. Are you gonna make me look like Greg? Your head. No, I'm just. It's gonna be like a hairstyle made out of ivy. You get to pick all kind. Even I've got like a little catalog. You know, you can. Ooh. I'm just gonna style you right here, real quick. You can go walking with your ivy hairdo. Yeah. Does you get a pan? The Clooney, around. you say? Okay, the Clooney it is. I love it. As you are taking a look around the video store, you see again, mostly empty shelves, boxes of VHS tapes waiting to be shelved. And for people, for the young'uns who aren't familiar, a blockbuster typically has like a door in that's really close to a key, like a central desk kiosk oh, Ian, where people would Ian, do their checkouts. In a blockbuster what? had, had, had past Is there still the one? No, There's that's still just one. one of thing. Yeah. No, that's I just a I was I didn't have enough money growing up to do Blockbuster, so I used Were you a family uh, video red No, Red Giraffe before it closed, and then it was video update. Mm. Get a local so, one called Top Hat here. But Ooh, fancy. So there's a little there's a booth area, like a central desk, where there would be the checkout with the registers. Then radiating out there are the rows of shelves. If in the back, you can see that there is a door open to what looks to be like a uh, office, and there's like a desk light on. And then to the right of it is another room. Then it's got bead curtains, like a bead curtain uh, right in front of the door. I go back there. 
I don't. I, I, I nonchalantly settle back there where like, I'm hoping that no one notices that I'm going into the, behind the bead curtains. Uh, so that is where all of the uh, NC-17X and above tapes are. And they're still in there. Like, they were just left. I mean, the tapes are gone, but all of the little boxes for all of the uh, smutty films are still there. So uh, there's a bean the box ba- covers off? Yeah. Cool. Uh, there's a beanbag chair and a lava lamp. And there is a, a notebook on the, the floor. All right. I, I I strut over to the, the beanbag chair going, do, do, do. Yeah, this is going to be, this is going to be my time. This is going to be, I like that. I like that. And as I sit down, I notice the, the notebook and I'm just like, uh, I'm working. I'm working. I investigate it. Should I roll for this or? Oh, okay. So you even start flipping through the notebook and it's a list of, uh, what were popular pornographic and, uh, licentious films in the like, mid eighties to early nineties. And it's like a list of all the tapes that this person is attending to buy and restock on the shelves. <laughs> I add some notes um, of, of some classics that yeah. should be on the list, but are not smart. Yeah. You can tell like from this list that it's all just like the major celebrity heartthrobs from like a very kind of specific window in time. I find everything with Ron Jeremy in it and I just scribble it out. I'm like, no, we don't need to scribble. Everything? Him. Everything with him? How, how thick is the notebook? <laughs> no thick is Ron At Jeremy. Six okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I set that one up for you so nicely. I just I'm did. I did. I took. I took. I said. I said greater than six inches. Yep. yep. Uh, um, this is a weird blockbuster. What are the rest are of? So I am going to lean in to Gertha's character and say, you know, whenever you're weightlifting, you should always have a friend tape it for you, because the camera always adds ten pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. <laughs> Man, your joke got more laughs than my Jar Jar one. I am defeated. It's the, it's the I am a professional clown. <laughs> yes, yes, you are. The prop with clowns for a reason. <laughs> Try this out at home. Anyone yeah, watching just- this? Just any next time you tell a joke, just throw a clown in or a, a horn in there. It'll be like twenty five times as funny. I promise. Next time you tell a joke, throw a clown through a plate glass window. <laughs> <laughs> so, Trug uh, or Gotta, uh, what are you uh, two doing? Um, let's see. This is a weird blockbuster. My investigatory prowess is somewhat lacking. This, but... this, is a, this is to look like a normal blockbuster. Like, I know some of them had adult sections, some of them didn't. But like a lot of the video oh, stores. You got to and... remember that I'm from Utah. Like, yeah, they may not have had it, but like a lot of video stores and people can talk porn. about your experience. <laughs> may have had the bead curtain with a sign above it that says "adults only." You know what we had that for, and I'm actually not making this up. Any movie rated R. Oh my god, no. Oh. Yeah. 
This is Utah where Clean Flicks came from. Remember where they were they were gonna like release videos to people that had all the naughty bits edited out, so they could watch <laughs> R-rated movies like with a PG cut. So all the violence and sex and bad language was taken out. Yeah, it's a thing. Um, the Scarface was like five minutes long. <laughs> there were a lot of jokes about movies and how long they'd be like, yeah. Um, but they lost a court or a case. I, th- I think it was even a Supreme Court case and had to shut down because it turns out that you can't fuck around with other people's copyrighted material just because you're like Mormon. Um, uh. You know what? I might not have uh, describe where we're at again. Describe in particular the um, the counter and like what's behind the counter. I'm gonna go so, look behind there. Yeah. So you see that there is a old dusty like CRT computer for their their POS or point of sale and a register. Um, and then when you're looking, there's also more like some notebooks and like ledgers and then invoices and receipts. Okay. Um, video return. Do they have that big video return overnight box bin thing? Yeah. That's off to the side. All right. Guess what? It's time for me to employ another superpower. Uh, All right. I might be shit at investigating, but I know somebody who is not shit at uh, investigating, and that would be um, my better self. Uh, this power is one of my favorites that I read. I've read in like any game that we've played on the show. You're right, Ian. There's some really great stuff in here in Triangle. It's fantastic. Yeah, and this power is called um, my best self. Open a container large enough to fit you inside. Uh, I roll duplicity, and if I succeed, a version of me who is better at detecting will come out of that uh, enclosed space. I love it. Finally. So yeah, so let's see, uh, let's see what my better self can do for us here. Um, how about three I hope you get transcendence because that would be amazing. Three what? threes in a row, yep. I do have transcendence. I actually Holy have four crap. threes total and three in a row. Oh, so you have four threes? Yeah, four threes total and three of but, them. But are that's in not transcendence. Transcendence is only three. Only three, and they have to be in sequence. Okay. Wow, that's that's a that's well, a no, rare one. They don't one. have to be in sequence because most people are just throwing sequence balls. Doesn't, at once. Sequence doesn't. Yeah. Oh, okay. Ah, uh, yeah. I've got four threes, so that's that's only two chaos. Oh, oh I see. Two. You're right. There. I, I I guess technically how you you write it, if you you could do. Um. I see. You're right. The order does matter. I was not looking at that earlier because I'm so used to things. So do you have three in a row? I do. The roll okay. was one, three, one, three, three, three. Okay. Well, that's the thing is it does say technically just three. So it's still a success. So you still do it. You just don't get the transcendence. Um, but... But yeah, so that that's okay. That's... So they have one particular skill, this new me, that is useful to our current situation: whittling, whistling, whisking. Those are great examples. Um, <laughs> and uh, they return to their own reality with the hour. So we've got me for an hour. Uh, me, who's actually good at this stuff, this stuff being investigating. So let's let uh, other me. Have a look around this blockbuster and see if there's anything suspicious or worthy of notice. Um, your the first thing is when you're um, 
uh, better self comes out. He uh, looks you up and gives you a wink and he goes, oh, is it that time again? One hundred percent. If that were one hundred percent. You need to be around. Like would have used that power for that. <laughs> so narcissistic. Um, so uh, your self knows exactly what you're wanting to do, and that's to investigate. So your better half goes over to the kiosk and pulls out all the ledgers and goes, oh, well, it looks like this place was bought uh, three weeks ago by uh, Henry Deerwood. And, uh, but, you know, that seems to correlate a lot with when all the uh, anomalies started to be detected around here. Um, mm. You know, this place itself doesn't seem like it has much uh, anomalous going on, but um, you, his address is on here. Uh, his phone number's on here. Um, you can, uh, his bank, like you can find out what bank he's banked at. And uh, here's a ledger of all the things that he's been wanting to buy. It even says like right here, he was uh, particularly wanting to rebuild his, uh, like a, a rebuild all the video game collection and all the best titles from the 80s and 90s. Ah, okay. I definitely know what's going on. Uh, people are, in my opinion, losing their memories because this guy's stealing them to make uh, video games and so forth from the 90s, maybe. Um, maybe. I don't know. Okay, cool. Uh, let's make sure all that's written down and I share it with the group. That kind of reminds me of a joke from something I watched where somebody can't figure out like what a storage key is to. It's like a big mystery. And when it's finally solved, the person who solves it is like, yeah, it says right here on the key, so-and-so bus station, such-and-such address. Oh, and here's a phone number to call if you have any questions about the key or the bus station or just questions generally. It's like, oh, it was right there written down. So Is it as, far, his address? Um, No, it's like, like a three-block walk from here. You guys want to go for a walk? Sure, I know a shortcut. <laughs> I mean, I spent enough time in the back room. So, as you, you just, are... You're going to stay in the back room? Is that what you said, Pashkin? No, I spent enough time back there. I, I'm good now. Oh. I'm, I'm finished. I, I'm a little sweaty, just adjusting my shirt. And, uh... What's going on? Hey! <laughs> Super soaker's yeah. full. It's super soaker. <laughs> yeah, I thought it would have been empty now. <laughs> Gotta fill it somehow. Uh, well. Okay. All right, so uh, Pashki's packing, and uh, Bridget's making me laugh really hard, and it's time to go see our friend Henry. Did you say his name was? Yeah, your better half looks at you, Henry. Henry, Henry Deerwood. Henry Deerwood. I, it's my better self, like I said. Oh, and I tell my better self, like, uh, feel free to do whatever until you go back to your own dimension. You can hang out with us. You can, you know, we'd, we'd really appreciate that. But if you also want to see what's yeah. different about this world, feel free to go out there and <laughs> cause uh, transdimensional chaos and paradoxes and so forth. I really he hope he does cinder block through the front window. <laughs> he lovingly scoops your face in his hands, locks eyes, and goes, fuck that. 
I'm going to go to that fountain over there and I'm going to swim in it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's your, that's your urge. Chaos. Okay, yeah. I was, I was going to ask. Um, I go over to the fountain and uh, acting as though I'm just daintily dipping a toe, I very surreptitiously just sort of roll off the edge and slither about in the fountain until I feel nice and silky again. So that's at the park that's that's adjacent to this area um, uh, that he's dipping in. So the rest of you are anything else you're wanting to do this blockbuster, anything in the other rooms or any other bits of information you might want to scour from this place? Uh, raid the candy, but I mean, I don't think that's really significant to the plot. Well, you could go back into the office and see, you know, like anything in storage. <laughs> you can just hang out in there, man. Nah, it's all about wish fulfillment. Go, I'm going with the, the group. I, I snag a copy of "Look Who's Talking Now." I'm just going to say all there was there is is a, a copy in the big box of tapes of "Look Who's Talking To." Oh. Uh, Not the best one. I watched that movie while recovering from a spear wound to the neck. I was thought you'd say back sex to me, but uh nope. Spear wound to the neck, my friend. Like is that a real story? did you also piss yes, off some what? Who speared you? Kid named Travis. Travis. <laughs> That's so generic, but that sounds like something like Travis would do. Yeah. Kid named Travis. The classic Travis move. Yeah. That sack of shit, Travis. <laughs> So as you so all so the rest of you anything else you're wanting to do or are you wanting to head towards that address? I think we should uh, head there, but I'm I'm busy doing the backstroke. So you are now swimming in the fountain as a. I love it. All right, so you come out emerge out soggy and silky <laughs> and yet happy. <laughs> So you walk the three blocks from here and you see these are all like normal suburbs. But as you are walking through these you know, rows of houses, there are dazed people just shambling about with like glazed over eyes. Um, they're just kind of meandering, milling about. Some of them are like pull their phone out of their pocket and they just seem to be absolutely in marvel of what it is and then there's other people that are just like really studying cars that are on the block like they're just like huh. or don't see that every day there's another there's like a uh like a, a person who's just like looking at their clothes and it's like i don't know why i'd wear anything this hideous this is I don't with this. Does anybody have a skill that works with mind reading or like interpersonal stuff? I uh my all of my stuff is sort of like that, but what I could do is nothing nothing that could like I don't have anything where I can manipulate them but i could find out what they really want to say okay does that help it might using your tip tip of the tongue yeah okay tip of the tongue baby so are you Maybe wanting to we... use, like approach jar sorry, their memory sorry go ahead no oh, yeah 
let me know what you are who are you what type of person are you wanting to approach um i want to approach the woman who is concerned about her clothes uh, so uh, she looks to be i as a plant doesn't understand clothes and i'm hoping to learn <laughs> so as you are approaching this person um you see that in humans that it has aged uh it is towards the middle of its life expectancy, which is somewhere in the 40 digits. Um, they have hair like normal. You, you do think that I could honestly read that from here? No, I just want to show off that I have glowing dice. Oh, okay, sorry. I, 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 uh, the uh, human individual has hair like most, a lot of many humans do, but it has uh, gray in with its colored hair. And uh, they have wrinkles a little bit across the face. Uh, normal human things. Um, I look at her and I tap into the secret language of all plants and plant life. And I then say, I am sexually attracted to poison ivy. <laughs> you say that, that man universe I do. so am I, I do say that are you using your tip of the tongue and you need to roll I, for it I used tip of the tongue I rolled for it and I got all not threes okay <laughs> now before we, I roll the outcome for that would you like to use one of your quality assurance um, uh, nope like... I just admitted something I didn't want anyone to know would you like to uh, perhaps engage in this evening's Baltus burger bargain not yet. Okay, so wait, that was that actually one. John Baltusberger saying that thing that you said? No, it was my character saying. That <laughs> okay, thing well, I, said. I wanted to make sure. Like at some point, there's some <laughs> there's some meta lines being drawn. So it's like I got a lot of poison out in my yard, brother. So I uh, am uh, funny. I am actually completely immune to poison ivy. Been frolicking really? my fields. So, I could, so if I wanted to, I could. That yeah. is like a superpower of sorts. You could yeah. uh, like go live in a whole shitload so, of it. Funny story. Uh, Aziza, my daughter, is also immune to poison wow. ivy. Uh, my wife is absolutely not. <laughs> Christopher has a great question. Are right, you talking about poison ivy, the character, or the plant itself? Well, again, I this was my character speaking. <laughs> My I'm character, which is a pocket plant. Okay. So as you are, you tap into empathy instead of... So tell me how, if this is to... The tip of the tongue ability is to open someone's mind and for their voice to come into you. How does this go wrong? Since you have an absolute zero, that is six points of chaos... How badly? What goes wrong with that? Um, so it's actually kind of a double double header. So I end up in uh, saying something that is in the back of my leafy brain that I don't want anyone else to hear. But on top of that, I have uh, left part of my planty brain in her, and <laughs> I love it. Uh, she is going to she is going to be. Like trying to live that planned life. She might want to fuck poison ivy now. I don't know. I'm not her, but I am kind of her. And she, she does. 
she beelines over to a nearby oak tree that has poison ivy running up of it and mm-hmm. she begins grinding on the tree yes <laughs> there but um, for the grace of god go i yep hey who among right. us you know so that is an extra six points of chaos for me all right okay Anybody else wanting to do anything along the pathway to this house? So you can see you're one block out, and you can see from the uh, directions that your better half has given you that it's this house in the corner that seems just like all of the others. Um, anything? I feel like we've we've done it. Let's yeah yeah, yeah. okay great. Sarah, get so you get that special pro- briefcase and the zapper thing ready. So when you approach the house, like you, as soon as you get close to the house, like you instantly feel anomalous energy radiating off the house. You can't tell exactly where it's coming from. It seems to be almost more below you rather than ground level around the house. But there's a lot of kind of anomalous energy kind of pinging around this place. This is just like a bungalow house. Um, it's got a little white picket fence, not the greatest shape. It just kind of looks like middle class. Let's see. Anyone? Yeah, me. Uh... Hey, what's that over there? I say. Now I need to roll attentiveness. Um I love as I power. point. And uh Oh, I fucked up. That's too bad. That's zero. That's six pure that's five points of chaos for you, Ian. That is all bupkis. Wait, and... you need at least one to succeed. Yeah, and so... I didn't get one. Okay, you said five points would be six points of chaos. Now, do you want to use any of your quality assurance? Um, you're right. I'm sorry. I can't count. Yeah. Yeah. I think I am. I'm going to use quality assurance. Can I just do that for a reroll? You send a reroll. You just change one of those dice into ah. a three. So yep. that way you get a success, but it's not a total failure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll do that. All right. So what is the object that you're wanting to create? Um, what I was wanting to create was a uh, large, like a lamppost with an ornate hook and hanging on the hook is a key to the house. Okay. Yep. So it is high above you. And how are you getting it down? That is a, that is a good counter move. Can anyone fly in our party? No, but uh, I can. Ch- I can flip the world over. Whoa! Love how nonchalantly. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious what the fuck's gonna happen when you do that. Kind of like I funny. want you to fail this roll for the pure chaos of it. Oh yeah, it, the 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 chaos of the fail is really wonderful on this one. So honestly, oh. I'm kind of hoping that I fail the roll as well. Is this Let's the guy or the out. gimbal? Guy or the gimbal. Let's do it. Gosh, that is such a terrible. I make mean, a dangerous combination to give a clown. <laughs> I have two threes. Okay. Hell, yes. So, 
you that is fantastic uh, so the ability is literally changing the direction of gravity up to 90 degrees in the direction of your choosing uh so you're able to just tilt gravity all the people that are just mindlessly walking around in a day's face plant uh hard and the rest of you are just buckle as uh, at least you were given warning that this was happening you think you hear things falling around in the house next to you and all of the houses around here and maybe inside all the cars but yeah, the key falls off. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. Only with my face smashed in the ground, I'd be like, oh. <laughs> So as you pick up the key, or who's picking up the key, actually? I'll do it. Okay. So as you pick up the key, the white picket fence that's around the, the house, like it's like a low, like waist high. It begins to rattle like teeth on someone going down a roller coaster and all of the boards to shoot up high, 50 feet high around the house. Wait a moment. For each additional three above one, I get to choose an additional thing that happens. I thought you just had two. I had two ones. Threes. Uh, two threes. Yeah. So that's. Each oh, every three above, above one. one. Sorry, right. I was thinking of the different ability. Okay, you're correct. What's the other thing? A single target's gravity is rotated further than 90 degrees. Tell me more. So um, one of the pedestrians that's going by is going to fly off into the sky. <laughs> <laughs> just, that just takes care win. of a uh, loose Bridget, end. Bridget, we need, the, we need the car. We need the honk. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You need the honk after I say... Well, I guess that takes care of that loose end. Oh, that I I'm going to have to give a commendation for that. Like that is a fantastic way to get rid of a loose end because like this person's is hurtling. Like it's yeah, it's not going to be pretty. It's like uh, it's like the kid's dream in waking life, you know, honk, honk. Mm -hmm. I had one of those last night. Um, oh, cool. I had some. I have very vivid, weird dreams. Probably explains a lot about all the improv I do here. Anywho, but so the white picket fence goes up fifty feet high as like a palisade almost around the house. Got a comedy oversized mallet on you, Bridget. Let me start digging in the the bag to see if I do. I'm sorry. It's Aaron Boy Wee Willie. What? You could just call me Wee Willie. Okay, Wee Willie. Wee Willie. It works. Yeah, right. um, it's it's a comically sized mallet, but it doesn't really hit all that hard. It just makes a squeaky sound on either side. <laughs> um, say again. Comically um, oversized no, mallet. No, makes no, that's, no, ability. that's his ability. What are you doing? Uh, well, if you said I have this comically oversized mallet, I I think what she meant to say was I have this comically oversized chainsaw. Oh. <laughs> Nice. That is good teamwork. That is commendation to John. Yeah. Uh, that is one three. Down, one three is a success, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. So you have a new chainsaw, comically oversized chainsaw that makes clown honks as it revs. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like at least one of, well, I guess they've got the Harlequins in 40K, because I was going to say at least one of the legions should have been clowns, but uh, yeah, oh well. Okay, so you have this. What do you do? Well, um, it sounded like 
John had an idea. Or well, I, there's this giant picket fence. You have a you have a comically oversized chainsaw. I figured we could put two to do together and get rubble. Okay, I'll create some rubble. So I am going to uh, rev up my chainsaw, which is now going. <laughs> like just, I can't do it as well. I'm sure Pashki has a better uh, squeaky chainsaw sound. But yeah, and I uh, start ripping this picket fence to shreds. Nice. Nice. All right. Um, I'm going to neatly stack the wood as she does so, though, and, and make sure that all of the nails are pointed inwards and everything's out of the way. And I'm fishing for accommodation for cleaning up after someone as a grave uh. digger. That is, I like that you're doing that. However, as you'll get your commendation, I'll put that down. Uh, as you are uh, doing that, uh, there is a odd... It, if you didn't know any better, it would sound almost like a video game sound effect and like a <laughs> sound. And you see... Um, what looks to be like, well, Mario, or for people who are really familiar, Jumpman, uh, with a hammer who's coming up and taking the boards and then nailing them back in place around the palisade. And, and um, every time you... Huh? I would like to take those boards uh, that, that Charles is stacking before Jumpman can get to them, and I would like to begin building a um a wooden moat around the house a wooden moat like yeah fence? no like a moat okay okay uh, as you I too am confused by the geometry of this yes. wooden moat uh i'm sorry wow. is this is this game where we Transcribe reality in whatever way we wish. <laughs> Can I not? Well, wouldn't a wooden, would, would a wooden moat just be a walkway or a bridge? It would be, yes. <laughs> Except it's around. It's round. It's like a cakewalk, only around a house. Okay. Uh, so... I just want to point out that I'm using uh, I'm using a specifically designed object with a new purpose. <laughs> Okay, but built as boardwalk. you are trying to take this wood away from Jumpman, who is trying to nail it in place, uh, he just launches out and attacks you with his little hammer. Oh, hell no, that thing will fuck you up. Okay, I, I have some things for the, Mr. Jumpman real quick before that happens. Okay, because if you don't, you have a round to, to do something or else he's going to do you two harm with his pixelated hammer. First of all, I have two possible ways to go about this. The my quick draw ability that I tried to use earlier, but I got overruled. And I also I I could interrogate a stranger who is not who he claims to be. Is another thing on Which my one. Do okay. you want to do? I you, you know, do seem salty about the quick draws. I'm I'm salty, but I'm gonna move on because I feel like it's better for me to interrogate Mr. Jumpman. I'm like, sorry, sir, uh I'm gonna you see you ready. Okay, and so you interrogate him at his identity. Yeah. He pulls out of his pocket another hammer and then clunks you with it for <laughs> two harms. So that's, that's my idea. I love so, that. Like, sir, may I see your papers to a video game character? <laughs> uh, and it wasn't even papers, please. Yeah. 
you could see that he doesn't even have a mouth. So he just clunks you for two harm. Now, what order, you... he does have a mustache. He true, but what is it above? I mean, Blank. I have no, no mouth, but... so I must jump. But no. I have well a good authority that one can talk out of one's mustache. Well, you knew, I have a good authority that a lot of people are good at talking out of their ass. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you looking at me, Ian? <laughs> Damn it, how, did you, how can you tell um all right so you need to burn some of your emergency assurances so you have a an emergency assurance for um each of the, your categories that you take at your your personality thing so you can soak those two and you're not hurt otherwise you can take one hurt before after that you die and you get rebooted by the agency and you get nine demerits for um failing in the line of duty so we'll just say for sake of expediency that you burn two of your emergency assurances so you have one left uh and the jumpman character is still fiercely swinging his hammer methodically just in the air in front of you well then i would like to shoot him with my gun fair fair Absolutely. So go ahead and use your uh, gun. Uh, what? So this is so your gun is good at eliminating your uh, mundane person or object. This is an anomaly. Uh, oh, I see. Right. Quick draw. Yes. Because thinking of eliminate. Go ahead. Quick draw. I have a three. I have a singular three. Okay. That is enough. So, I see. Well, yep. Okay. I, I could see the order of operations with Quickdraw. If you didn't do the interrogation, you could do... I He's feel like I'm going to use quick draw again. No, 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 no. If he if he would have specified quick draw before doing the interview thing, he could have negated the damage altogether because he got a success. This does the Han shot first phenomenon, basically. Um, but you did the interview thing instead. So yes, you succeed uh, and you hit it, and you the hammer flies out of its hand. Um, that and the backup one that it had. So it is disarmed um, and it is fiercely looking around to try to find something hammer-shaped uh, or uh, to, to put in its hands. I would like to commandeer its hammer. That is, another, All right. that is another thing on part of my character sheets. Cool. Okay. Fantastic. Is that from your receptionist? Uh, there are three pages. You oh, you're know. right. The reception, your sanctioned behavior. Yes. Yeah. Uh, all right. Point for you. Okay. Okay. So uh, you get one of the pixelated hammers. So the rest of you see that this um, three to like this two D yet three D bright pixel caricature is menacing you and is looking for another weapon to do you harm. Let's see what we can do about that. I've already used Dracula's coffin, which is too bad, although it was pretty metal. Um, um I think. Is it the oversized chainsaw? That's... Well, I mean, I do have the oversized chainsaw, which is always a solution. But I also have Just Keep Walking, where um, I can trap them in a maze. Okay. I which feel like would the you like clown to use? might be overpowered, y'all. 
No. In all reality, there is a uh, a book that it's it's not clowns, it's mimes. But if you've never read Nick Harkaway's novel, The Gone Away World, go read that immediately because it is amazing and amazing kind of hard to categorize. Amazing. <laughs> it's it it doesn't have any mazes in it. So oh. Amazing. Well, do you know what does have a maze in it? Um, well, no, actually, I flip that. Do you know what a maze has in it now? Because I got a <laughs> maze. So. Jump man. All yeah. right. So as you do that, you take all those extra boards and you make a maze and jump man. It's so high. Jump man can't jump 50 feet. So he's stuck. And you hear this like the sound of like little pixelated feet and then thud <laughs> as it walks into a wall. Walk, 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 thud. And since and I got is an additional fixed. three above a one, I'm also going to trap it for an additional roll. So. It is very befuddled. <laughs> so um, you stand in front of the house. Where, how would you like to proceed? Let's go inside. Yeah. You take it's your sort key. of chilling that Jumpman is an it, by the way. Is what? It. It, it, you, you've been saying Jumpman, this, that, it does this, that. And I was like, the fact that Jumpman is an it is disturbing to me. Well, but, Just because yeah. it implies something um, otherworldly that is, you know, along with the no mouth thing. I, I, never I, I appreciate that you, you like the subtle things. <laughs> I do my best. Um, so the house, once you open it, seems to be just like a normal old, you know, kind of ranchy bungalow. Um, it smells like, you know, like there's wallpaper on the walls and it, this has like an intense smell of secondhand smoke. It's all yellowed. All the furniture is old. There's some, um, like old plush carpeting. And, uh, you can see from inside the entranceway, there's like a living room to the right, there is a, a kitchen dining room space that looks like it has a, uh, a door, um, maybe going to like a basement or a pantry, um, and then doors going off both of those rooms. Um, I'd like to use my innate ability as a creature, um, specifically the sense enhancement. As I am a freshwater merperson, um, I have excellent hearing, as a lot of underwater creatures do. And um, I would like to have a listen to the house and see if I can't identify if and where someone is in it. And it says plus two advantage on that. Is that, is that like two extra die that I roll? For your heightened yeah. senses? Yes. That's not on the... That might have been a... Let me find it. Hang on. I, I'm, I'm looking at the, 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 the original PDF. So one thing is, as you're wanting to do that, I, because you're in this space, burning three of my chaos, and you have a burning desire, as you start thinking about your ability to hear very well under fresh water, you want fresh water. You want to bathe your body in fresh water. All you can think about is getting yourself good and wet again. All right, all right. Uh, I guess we're pretty far from that fountain, huh? I guess I'm headed to the bathroom to like uh, have a real quick bath while these guys 
wrap things up while I'm doing that. All right, what are the rest of you doing? Uh, should we divide and conquer? Should we split up or should we go to a different room? What do you guys I think? got the bathroom. I'll go to the kitchen. Do you still feel the uh, energy is stronger below you? As you were taking your bath um, and you're kind of now submerging your head under the water, you don't hear anyone on this level. Okay. Uh, you will also get a commendation for cleaning up a mess because you took a bath, you filthy animal. <laughs> Very nice. We are all filthy animals. Okay, so what are the rest I'm of the filthy for... plant? Are we going to look for a way downstairs? Can I ask the house plants? Ooh. I like it. Uh, so as you go to communicate with them, they just scream, Whoa! just like, like you can see they're wilted, they're neglected, they're dying. It's just like death rattles, just screaming water. It, it uh, breaks I, your heart. I grab the pot plant, run to the bathroom, kick open the door, and like scoop the plant into the bathtub with a great towel in it. I'll go ahead and take that commendation right back off the board. <laughs> I am not going to clean this bath, but that's fine. I like nice. dirty water. It's just got to be fresh water. They they tell you that there's a door down to the basement in the kitchen. Okay. Uh, so I'm still like charging around the house with a plant, <laughs> running into the kitchen. All right, let's go into the kitchen. Let's find this door. Yep. I love Ivy John. This is yeah, me too. <laughs> I like this character. He's <laughs> so the door. Kind of the door's a wood panel door, and it's also just stained with secondhand smoke. Um, when you open it, you see that there is like shag carpeting steps going all the way down into a basement. From the landing, you can see that the walls are wood paneled and there's a very thick brown mottled shag carpet that just lines the room below. The true face of evil. Okay. I'm still taking a bath. Up to you guys. What All you right, uh, look around. You're satiated. You can get out of the bath. Oh, okay. All right. I'm I'm gonna tag along. What? You guys have any ideas down here, or have we even? Uh, I haven't heard anyone say they're going down yet. I'll, I'll go down. Go downstairs. I know right. a shortcut. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I drive the story forward. Thank you. So when you go down here, the first thing you notice is that there is a strong radiation of anomalous energy. It's like static that makes your bones vibrate. It's very powerful down here. There is a old stained lazy boy recliner with a man kind of like melting into it that is staring at a TV in the corner. It is showing static 
and on top of it is an, an Atari 2600. Next to it are shelves with other video game consoles, so stacks of games of various kinds. And in the room beyond this one, you can see it's just an open door frame that there are some pinball machines, there are some arcade machines, and also just boxes of Betamax and various video game cartridges of, of like every kind just kind of heaped together in a mound. You can... um, does he have uh there was this game called snake rattle and roll is there snake rattle and roll in this pile <laughs> of games it is on the wall to your right all right does I don't he know... have a copy of uh custard's revenge <laughs> Which... i don't think <laughs> i don't think that one was commercially available i think that one was like uh that was just for ibm brown remembers that special. game yeah, as her brother had it. I've, so I've never as, actually seen the game, but I'm familiar with it. Yeah. As you are looking for Snake Rattle and Roll, um, the TV static uh, stops abruptly and it gets oddly quiet. And then you hear the sound of air going through plastic, and the screen goes on and you see the checkered background for snake rattle and roll and a giant disembodied foot hops out of the tv as you see snakes slithering in the background this foot begins to stomp towards you is this so i think the guy is, is hosting it, the anomaly maybe uh, or he's so being... we should or he's being tapped by, or he's the most recent victim. So what I'm suggesting is we beat this man up, then put him in the briefcase. Would we call this TV a doorway? Hmm. Is it? Question, GM. Is it a doorway? Could it be a metaphorical doorway? It could be a metaphorical doorway. Can I you smash are... it with my hammer? Yes, absolutely. Because then I'm closing the door forever. And that gives me Fantastic. a thing. Okay. Well, we had, since we're almost at time, you close that doorway forever. As you swing your hammer into it, the Atari that's on top of the TV begins screaming. It pops out its cartridge of command and begins to just launch a diatribe at you about how horrible you are. And it's in this, in this in that uh, synthesized voice module that is really terrible that they use for like Berserk and other things or Wizards yeah. of War. So it's just like, I'm terrible. And it's just like, I just wanted to help people and um <laughs> and you know it, it... that'll be the final defense when video games are on trial for crimes against humanity mm -hmm. we just wanted to help people since we are at time and it is willing to talk a little bit even though it's sending a, a, a an attacking foot at you which is one of the enemies that's in snake route and roll because i have that gameplay yes, this kid. i love that game <laughs> I'm glad that you like the, the call out. Um, it just it was feeding on people's uh, need for nostalgia. So he was erasing everyone's memories uh, after a certain point. So people would just live forever in the past. And that's why everyone you'd see is if you look more into or like Gen Xers and uh, 
you know, people that are in their 40s or and plus uh, nostalgia for Atari and other things. So, but uh, we will leave it. You've closed that doorway and you are negotiating or perhaps needing to subdue the 2600, which is the source of the anomaly. But I wouldn't have picked it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Me either. I was thinking either TV or guy, but not the well, not the not my sweet Atari. Was it the original so like wood grain wood Atari twenty six hundred, or was mm-hmm. it the slim model that came out in the era nope. of seventy two? First, because it's more nostalgic with the buttons, mm. like the big toggle the switches. switches. Add me I, one uh, so that's triangle interesting. There's a goal of a snippet. Uh, so again, you have two and a half days. If or if this is Friday, you may have already lucked. You know, you may have already missed your window. If you buy the book, it has the special dice with it, which is pretty cool. It is a pretty penny as far as like a Kickstarter goes, but the book design is really phenomenal. And especially if you make this to be a long running campaign, there are some really neat things that unlock and happen. If you really take the time to make this a long running game and have side quests for your characters, uh, there's some really cool things. So if you're forever GM, I definitely encourage you to check it out for the cool stuff. But now our outro stuff goes to John. So, friends, as you've seen, I don't have to make a bargain every time. Uh, sometimes I'm sleepy. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, obviously, obviously uh, we had a lot of fun tonight, and this game has. Uh, I think it was Charles who, as soon as this game came on Kickstarter, he was like, I really want to try this out. So glad that we were able to do that. Um, Thank you, Haunted Table. Yeah. Yeah. I think we gave credit to our, our, all of the creators. Incredible game. I can't wait for it to be out. I'm going to play it with everyone. It sounds great. Yeah. So um, we have a few announcements to go through. Um, so this month, uh, we have a new, or I, John, John has a new podcast coming out called Wayward Children. It's dropping on July 10th. Um, I will also be running games of odd gobs at the last stand brewery here in Austin, Texas on July 27th. Um, Bridget, uh, a I want to say this is an anthology, "The Darkness Behind the Beyond the Stars." It is. It's space in, horror. Yes. Drops on August thirty first, and another anthology um, is currently on Kickstarter. Fish gather to listen. Uh, another anthology that Bridget is included in that is on Kickstarter right now, so you can back that now while you wait for her new anthology on August thirty first. But wait. What if you don't want to wait till August 31st for Bridget time? Well, (laughs) you can go to KillerConAustin.com and buy your tickets to attend KillerConInAustin.com. Right now, there's plenty of tickets available. Um, If you are not familiar, KillerCon is the annual gathering of Splatterpunks, Extreme Horror Authors, and... Uh, Bizarro Authors, Madness Heart Press will be there in strength. Both Bridget and I will be there. Uh, Carlton Mellick III is going to be uh, showing up this time. 
Clash will be there. Ghoulish Books will be there. Christine Morgan will be there. Uh, Nicholas Ross, like a, a veritable fun house uh, of of MHP clowns, will be there to terrify <laughs> and horrify me. Um, it's going to be wild. It's going to be <laughs> amazing. Um, Ian uh, is the stretch goal writer on a project currently on Kickstarter called Corp Borg is a uh, kind of an anti-capitalist, anti-fascist dungeon crawl through a corporate corporate setting for Cyborg from our friends over at uh, Stockholm Cartel. So uh, those are two projects. Well, you have three now, Triangle Agency, uh, fish gather to listen and court Borg. So you have a lot to go check out on Kickstarter this evening. Um, for Madness Heart Press, Blade Job by Lucas Mangum is going to be dropping on July 14th. So if you like blood ritual, time travel, and wrestling, good news. This novella has all three of those things, which is a wild amount of shit to stick into a novella, but uh no one writes quite like Lucas Mangum. Uh speaking of no one writing like someone else, Edward Lee's book, The Backwoods, is dropping on July 28th. Erotic horror with a capstone number of the times nipples are mentioned. <laughs> um, I do want to mention back to killercon.austin.com. Uh two p- other people who are going to be joining us on that excursion are Philip Reed. Uh, former CEO of Steve Jackson Games uh, and game designer uh, extraordinaire will be there. As will Mark, uh, Mark, uh, as will Michael Harmon, uh, the creator of Porkborg and former uh, Innomine uh, cover designer. So lots of cool people. Uh, final announcement for Madness Heart Press. We are going to be relaunching our interview show, Madness Heart Radio. We have a few interviews lined up, and um, we're just going to be interviewing authors about their books and about why they're so fucked up in the head. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, With all of that in mind, look, I understand. I understand what's going on with Twitter, and eventually we'll probably be on Blue Sky or some other site, but we will uh, not shun any social media site in our quest to be everywhere and show you everything. So for right now, why don't you go over to Twitter and follow Wandering Monster? Uh, It has this lovely block button. So anyone other than Wandering Monster, you can block and you don't have to see anything you don't want to. Um, and you should follow Mr. Paschke because if you want to see a three mutated Jar 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 Binks, he drew a picture <laughs> of it. I have to just put that in there. Yeah. Yes. Um, Hell yes. I will be posting some pictures on the Madness Heart Press Instagram soon of some new dice sets I picked up uh, because this last weekend I was at Fan Expo Denver teaching people how to play TTRPGs with uh, a group called Dragon Fodder. Uh, So look for that. Follow us on stuff. Uh, Also, 
pro tip, go pick up the album Purple Miasmic Smoke by Bog Wizard. It has our intro and outro music, uh, Barbaria, and you're going to want to listen to that on repeat until their new album drops in the near future. So, like, get on it. Get good. Get, um, check your balls. <laughs> um, friends, thank you so much for coming with us on this consensual journey we call Wondering Monster. I have been John Baldisberger. I've been Charles R. Bernard. I've been Bridget Brave. Ian Servas. Mr. Paschke. We will return next week, but until then, don't worry, because Bridget, she knows a shortcut. <laughs> <laughs>